0: Mr. Jones was watching TV when the doorbell rang. It was a guy who introduced himself as Lincoln. He said that he was a member of a volunteer group. They were collecting donations to save the rarest species of dodo birds. But Mr. Jones didn't believe him and called the police. Why? There are no more dodo birds. They went extinct in the 17th century. Arwen, a rich man's only son, visited his cousin Richie. They were talking about sports and drinking tea. Suddenly, Arwen stopped breathing and fell to the floor. Richie called the doctor who said that Arwin had been poisoned. Detective Callum arrived and started the investigation. Soon, he accused Richie of poisoning his cousin. How did Richie manage to do that? Arwen was the only one who drank his tea sweet. The poison was in the sugar. Eloise was studying in the library. She went to the bathroom and left her things on the table. When the girl returned, she realized someone had stolen her cell phone. She called the police, and they questioned the other three students who were in the library at that time. Bernard said, ''I left the library right after Eloise. I wanted to get a drink from the vending machine. I didn't touch your things.'' Beth said, I was studying the whole time and didn't even see anything. Serenity said, I was in another part of the library and didn't come close to Eloise's table. Who stole the girl's phone? It was Bernard. He said he'd left to get a drink from the vending machine. But look! There are no drinks in there, only snacks. Mm. Samantha and her daughter Avery went to the lake to spend some time together. They found a nice spot and sat down there. A bit later, Samantha remembered she'd left her camera in the car and went to get it. When she returned, her daughter was gone. The woman called the police, and they started to look for the girl. There were three people nearby, and the police officers interrogated them all. Benjamin said, I was walking nearby and saw a girl sitting by the lake, but I didn't do anything to her. Genevieve said she hadn't even seen the girl or her mother. And Victoria said she hadn't seen them either, but she heard someone screaming. Who should the officers arrest? They should arrest Genevieve. Look, she's wearing Avery's scarf! Brian called the police early in the morning. He said that the night before, he and his girlfriend Estelle had been watching a scary movie together. Estelle was afraid to go home, so she stayed at his place. She was having a bad dream with zombies chasing after her. And she didn't wake up in the morning. The guy didn't know what had happened, but the police arrested him claiming he was guilty. Why? The guy said his girlfriend hadn't woke up in the morning. Then, how did he know what she had been dreaming about? Theodore came from New York to his hometown, Chicago, to spend a week with his father. Three days later, the father called the police and said his son had poisoned himself. The police examined Theodore's things to check if there was anything suspicious. After that, they took the father to the police station for further interrogation what seemed suspicious to them. The officers found a return ticket from Chicago to New York. Theodore wouldn't have bought this ticket if he hadn't been planning to return to New York. Esme was having her usual walk in the forest. And you know what? She got lost again! After wandering around for a couple of hours, she finally found the witch's house. Esme asked the witch to show her the way back home. The witch wanted to make Esme her maid, but she had a problem. She was planning a vacation and wanted to go fishing. Her fishing rod was 13 feet long, and one was only allowed to take things no longer than 12 feet on the train. The witch promised Esme that if the girl found a solution, she'd let her go. What can Esme recommend? Esme was very good at geometry. She advised the witch to put the rod in a 12 by 5 foot box. Diagonally, it fit perfectly. On a Sunday evening, Mrs. Collins was having tea at her friend's house. Her friend suddenly said that she had seen one of Mrs. Collins' daughters in the mall that day. Mrs. Collins got angry because all of the girls were grounded. She asked which daughter it was, but her friend couldn't tell. She wasn't wearing her glasses when she was at the mall. When Mrs. Collins returned home, she asked the girls what they had been doing the whole day. Abigail said she'd spent the day reading. Brianna said she had stayed at school after classes to study a bit more. Charlotte said that she had been practicing for her upcoming piano concert. Who lied? Brianna. It's Sunday. There's no school. A young girl, Tenley, was brought to the hospital after being poisoned. But the examination showed that Tenley hadn't eaten or drunk anything that day. Her sister, Kennedy, said she didn't know anything about the accident. Tenley's friend, Ruby, said, We were at school when Tenley felt bad. Tenley's boyfriend, Archie, said, I haven't even talked to her today. How was Tenley poisoned, and who did it? The girl hasn't eaten anything. But she has some lipstick on. That's what contains poison. And the only person who had access to Tenley's room that day was her sister, Kennedy. There was a car accident in a tunnel. The police suspected that one of the drivers, Owen, had fallen asleep behind the wheel. But Owen denied it. I just couldn't see well because of the rainstorm, he said. The police didn't believe him and immediately arrested the man. Why? The accident happened in a tunnel, it couldn't rain there. Someone in the town was stealing cars. Every time a car disappeared, its owner would get a message from an anonymous number. In each message, there were two emojis that didn't make any sense. The police tracked the number and the geolocation led to three houses. They questioned the owners, Mr. Walson, Mrs. Coleman, and Mr. Woolridge. Can you tell who the car thief is? The emojis seem to make sense after all. They're a wall and a father with a son. Combine them, and you'll get Walson. So Mr. Walson must be the one stealing cars. Now, let's play the game Who's Less Smart? It's early morning. Tom and Joseph are driving their teenage children to school. Who is not smart? Joseph. His son is not in the car. His father has probably forgotten about the poor guy. Annie and Emma are volunteering in an animal shelter. Annie is feeding the cats, and Emma is washing the dogs. Who is not smart here? Annie. She's giving dog food to the cats. Logan and Anthony are both having job interviews at 4 p.m. Logan is packing some food, and Anthony is ironing his best suit. Who's not smart? Anthony, look at the clock! The interview is going to start in 5 minutes, and he's still at home. Logan is at home too. But there's still another hour till his interview begins. Noel and Gabriella are cleaning the house. Noel is listening to music while vacuum cleaning the living room. And Gabrielle is washing the windows. Who is not being smart? Noel, the vacuum cleaner isn't plugged in. Skylar and Autumn are both going on summer vacation. Skylar is going to Spain, and Autumn is visiting her sister in Chile. Who is not smart? Autumn. She's packing shorts and swimwear, but she won't need them because it's winter in Chile. Both Josh and Amelia didn't sleep well because their neighbor's dog had been barking all night. Amelia asked Josh to take out the trash while she was making some coffee for them. Who is not smart? Josh. Instead of the trash, he's taken out the bags with old toys they've collected to donate. Janine and Teresa are making dinner for their families. Who is not smart? Well, they both have a problem. Janine is putting out a fire with water. And Teresa has a mouse in her kitchen and an ant in the dough. The helicopter has dropped you in the middle of a tropical jungle. You're to prove you can survive in the wild. The jungle is filled with all kinds of beasts. As you go, write down your answers. At the end, they'll help you find out if you have what it takes to survive for real. You're in a small glade before a dense jungle. You need to go through it to reach the first checkpoint. You only have a bottle of water, a box of matches, and a phone in a waterproof case. As soon as you take a step, a loud growl from behind makes you freeze you see a big lion and it's not happy to meet you. There's no point in running away. The lion is faster and also excellent at climbing trees. It's getting closer. What are you going to do? Raise your hands, scream, and throw a bottle of water at the lion to scare it. Open the bottle and pour water over the lion. Turn your back to it and not move. You've got 7 seconds. never turn your back on a lion. The beast knows to be wary of humans, so start making noise and throw a bottle at it. This should help, but if the lion doesn't leave, then you should start slowly retreating. This time, the bottle helped you. The lion runs away. You take the bottle from the ground and go into the jungle. You make your way through the thicket and see two bear cubs. They growl so sweetly and seem to want to play with you. You think they're thirsty, so you open the bottle. What will you do next? Give them some water to drink. Take a photo with the cubs because they're so cute. Quickly escape from this place as fast as possible. Every second is important. You need to quickly run away from this place. If there are cubs here, then their mother is somewhere nearby. She will come at you if she sees you near her children. While running, you trip over a root and fall. It seems you managed to get away, but wait! Something big is coming towards you from the right. You turn your head and see a huge grizzly bear. It growls and stands up on its hind legs. What to do now? Get up and quickly run away? Climb the nearest tree and wait for the bear to leave. Pretend to be unconscious and don't move. The bear is getting closer. Decide now! The bee seems clumsy, but runs very fast and is excellent at climbing trees. In case of the grizzly, you need to lie down and freeze, proving that you don't mean any harm. The bear sniffs at you and seems to leave, but don't get up just yet. It can stay nearby and look at you to make sure you really are unconscious. After 10 minutes, you open your eyes and feel the bear is gone. Now, we'll ignore the fact that bears don't live in jungles and continue our adventure. You're making your way through the jungle again, You can see the river ahead, but before you reach it, you need to solve the problem with a pack of wolves. Wolves in a jungle, never mind. They're looking at you as their prey, slowly surrounding you. Your choice of actions? Don't let them surround you, press your back against a tree, then quickly climb it. Use matches to set fire to the grass, the fire will scare away the wolves. Scream and splash water in different directions. Wolves are afraid of fire, but now you don't have enough time to make it. Don't let them surround you. Any tall tree will save you. First, press your back against it, then quickly climb up before the wolves get to you. Night falls. You're sitting in a tree. The wolves are tired of waiting for you and leave. You go down, build a fire to warm up, and cook food. By the way, what will you have? Berries. You found ripe purple and red ones. They look delicious and seem juicy. Ants you've stumbled upon a large anthill. Mushrooms. They don't look much like fly agaric, which means you can eat them. So, what's on the menu tonight? Surprisingly, ants are now the most edible thing for you. You can't eat berries and mushrooms if you don't know what they are. They may be poisonous. After a hearty dinner with your aunt, (laughs) You wait for dawn and continue on your way. The jungle ends and you come out on a wide green clearing with a large lake nearby. You carefully tread through the open area and suddenly hear a rapid rumbling in the distance. You look around and see a wild boar. It's rushing right at you, snorting and roaring. What will you do? Run towards the boar shouting. It will confuse the animal. Lie down on the ground and pretend to be unconscious. Run back to the forest and climb a tree. Hurry up, you don't have much time. You need to climb the nearest tree. Wild boars will eat anything they can. So, you climb a tree, but the boar is waiting for you on the ground. An hour passes. A second. A third. The boar doesn't even think to leave. Fortunately, a bear appears nearby. It scares the boar away and doesn't notice you. You wait until the animals are out of sight, then climb down the tree. You finally come to a lake. You need to swim across it. The good news? You're a good swimmer. The bad news is that there's a shark in this lake. Freshwater shark, huh? Hey, let's just go with it. You dive into the water and swim to the opposite bank. On the other side, there's a small pier with a moored old fishing boat. Where will you go? To the pier with a boat or to the sandy bank? Don't get closer to the fishing boat it gives off the smell of fish that attracts the shark. Most likely, it lurks near the pier. You swim to the bank and see a fin next to the boat. It turns and starts quickly toward you. The shark has spotted you! What will you do? Try to swim to the shore as quickly as possible. Don't swim away, turn to the shark and move very slowly. Dive underwater and start waving your arms to scare the shark. Well, you need to stop. If you start swimming away, the shark will think you're its prey. Take a deep breath and try not to make unnecessary movements. The shark swims away and you calmly reach the shore. It's only a short distance to your destination now. There's a swamp on your way. You walk around it, then notice some green mud slowly moving towards you. It's an alligator. It comes out of the swamp and wants you to become its lunch. What will you do? Quickly run away? Lie on the ground face down and don't move. Jump on the alligator's back to scare it. Well, alligators are fast animals, but they're only good on short distances. So don't hesitate and immediately run away. The alligator won't even try to catch up if you're far away. Ahead, you can see a flag stuck in the ground. This is your destination point. You happily run towards it and hear a hiss. You stop and stare at the grass. Within it, you notice a small snake. It seems venomous, but you don't want to check it. What will you do? Find a long stick and point it at the snake so it lashes out of the stick instead of you? Move to a safe distance and get around the snake. Hiss loudly in response to scare the snake away. The simplest answer is the most correct. The snake won't jump if you retreat. You step aside and run back to the flag. Finally, you have completed your mission and survived. In the sky, you see a helicopter flying by. It seems they don't see you. It almost flies away, and you need to do something to make the pilot notice you. You have matches, water, and your phone. What are your actions? You don't have time to build a fire, you need to use the phone screen. Catch a ray of sunlight and point it towards the helicopter. Yeah, you've been spotted! The helicopter picks you up and you check your points during the flight. Zero to two points, you're nothing but prey for wild animals. But after this video, your chances of survival increase. Three to seven points, not every animal will dare to come at you, but you still need to be careful. 8 to 11 points. You have proven that the human stands at the top of the food chain. Um, just be extra careful around those jungle grizzly bears.